Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo and today's morning briefing is called Joy to the World. Oh my goodness, we need some joy, don't we? It is Christmas time, we see the word joy splashed about, we hear it in music, but do we feel it? Is it a feeling? And if you please, how do we get it? I was looking at the words of Joy to the World, the song, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. While heaven and nature will sing about the birth of the Lord, I am convinced there is some way we must make room in our hearts for him. Yes, some heart preparation in anticipation of the celebration of our king. So, Let's stop for a moment, open up, and offer our hearts to God. For then, we might be able to feel the joy of God's coming. Yes, one thing is for sure, people want joy. People want to be around others who have it. People want to know how to get it. Let's talk about what we know of joy. First, it's not about personality or temperament. I've heard people say, oh, it's easy for you to be joyful. It's just your personality. You're bubbly, and besides, you've got a great life. Friends, joy is not about personality. Joy must be experienced in the moment. You can't save it up. It is not for tomorrow or next week. The psalmist said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Joy is not dependent on circumstances, which is why Paul could rejoice from prison. Happiness tends to depend more on external goings-on. Circumstances are always changing, so happiness has the potential to elude us, sort of like the bubble that we finally reach up to grab only to find it popping in our hand. Joy seems to be inextricably linked to hope. Hope keeps joy alive. It feeds it. One current day rabbi said, happiness as defined by our culture has become just a synonym for pleasure. Ah, sadly, that does seem true, doesn't it? Happiness at some point, sooner or later, is fleeting, while joy is lasting. I like what the old preacher Charles Spurgeon said on the difference between joy and happiness. That word joyful is a very sweet and clear one. Happiness is a very dainty word, but yet it is somewhat insecure because it begins with a hap and seems to depend on a chance which may happen to the soul. We say happy-go-lucky, and that is very much the world's happiness. It is a kind of thing that may hap and may not hap, but there is no hap in joy. When we are joyful or full of joy and that of the best kind, we are favored indeed. No man takes this joy from us, it is a celestial fruit, and earth cannot produce its like. Hmm. It's helpful to know that happiness is derived from the Latin word hap. Hap means 
haphazard. Hmm. Something else? Joy is linked with the heart of God. Yea, it comes from the heart of God, because at the heart of God are all things good. For some, that is hard to swallow, because maybe the religious or judgmental Christians have painted God as austere, far off, possibly vindictive, or as a cosmic killjoy, when he is none of those. Part of the joy of the Lord is how he feels about you, his beloved creature, which is joy you are meant to experience. The Father is ravished by you. You make him smile. You make him laugh. You make him leap for joy. You make his heart beat faster. The Bible even says you make him sing for joy. Whether or not you understand that does not stop God from feeling about you as he does. He loves your smile. The balding head, blemishes, wrinkles, and extra pounds may bother you, but he looks right past them. God loves you just as you are. He loves you when you are awake, vibrant, and full of life, and he loves you when you're down, tired, and feeling lethargic. The truth is, God really likes you. In fact, he enjoys you. Thanks to the gracious act of his son, he also sees you perfectly redeemed when you accept his gift of salvation. The great philosopher Blaise Pascal made this observation. There once was in man a true happiness of which now remained to him only the mark and empty trace, which he in vain tries to fill from all his surroundings, seeking from things absent the help he does not obtain in things present. But these are all inadequate because the infinite abyss can only be filled by an infinite and immutable object, that is to say, only by God himself. There is no true happiness. There is no lasting joy without God's presence in our lives. Through walking with him in obedience, our joy will be made complete. Jesus says so.